Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Y'all, it is our May review June planning session coming at you live from Emily's very dirty office. It's dirty. It's hot. I'm sick. It's fine. It's fine. No big deal. But we're going to let you in on a little bit of deets on some of the things that happened in May. How would you spell deets if you were going to type that? I think it's D-E-E-T-S. That's exactly how I spell it. It feels weird every time, but I'm like D-E-A-T-S, like details. That just doesn't feel right. Okay. Thanks for that. Yeah, sure. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to go over some of the things we accomplished in May, some of our big plans for June, if you can keep secret, maybe. maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, so it's going to be good. Let's just dive in. So also just a fair warning. I was going to mute myself if I was going to be coughing, but since we're in the same room, it would like have a weird delay if I decide. So I'm going to try to cough off, I almost said off camera, off mic if I do, but you know, just If you can just give me your grace this episode, I'd appreciate it. All right. Thanks. So the first thing is going to give away our giant secret, but I guess we... When does this go live? I don't know. Should we check? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just, you know. All right. Well, the big thing we needed to get ready in May for June was our detailed live launch. Mm-hmm. Bring him back. Drum roll, please. That's a one-hand <laughs> <laughs> Our signature program, <laughs> Strategy Academy, <laughs> which, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I it like didn't really hit me till today, I feel like. That it's one year old now. Oh, oh the baby is going to be a toddler soon. Oh my gosh. No, that's not what hit me. It just like all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is happening. Mm-hmm. We're bringing back Strategy Academy. Mm-hmm. And quite literally, guys, this is going to be the biggest launch yep. you've ever witnessed yep. in TCC history. I cannot wait to break down all of this for you because I'm a nerd and that's what we like to do. But yeah, I think it's more, I'm I'm at a more like proud mama bear of we launched it literally for the first time. June of last year, 2017. And the biggest launch it's ever going to have is June of this year, almost like to the same week. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy. No, it's very strange, but awesome. Mm -hmm. One of the things we did to get ready is we started doing weekly lives on our page that we can turn into ads. And I'm really excited about them. I think not only have they been beneficial to 
our current audience, but they'll be a great tool as we <laughs> move fully into an evergreen situation yep. and use them to enable us to target cold audiences. Yeah. If you haven't watched those, they're on our Facebook page. They have the black bar up top. They're short, sweet, helpful, and go check them out. Yeah. So a big part of that was also getting a cold subscriber front-end ad thing running. And it's a lot of work. Yeah. So, well, talk to him about, like, the purpose that was going sure, to Sure, sure. Well, it is still going to happen. Yeah. But in May, <laughs> we decided to set up a rather large funnel that is targeting cold people to warm them up so that we can introduce them into our evergreen funnel. So this was something our coach has set up in the past and something that has been beneficial to Mm -hmm. her audience. So we mimicked some of the things that she was doing in that the first round of videos are our why videos. They're things that are going to attract people. They're things that people can get behind, stories people can relate to. The second layer of the funnel, which is our live content, or we are recording it live instead of pre-recording it, those are more actionable. Things that people can listen to and immediately turn around and do something with the information. One of the recent ones we literally just did today was all about pricing and packaging and really giving people a kick in a booty on Mm -hmm. how to not do that. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's going to end up rolling into a big funnel that eventually gets people signed up for an Mm -hmm. evergreen webinar. As of right now, like all the pieces and parts are in place, but we decided to put it on pause because we quickly realized as much success as we've had with Facebook ads and as Mm -hmm. much as they benefited our business, it's gotten to the point where the amount that have to be running simultaneously And the amount of like attention they need to be optimized Mm -hmm. was starting to get beyond our, not necessarily our capability. Well, maybe. Well, I will 100% be like, that's out of my range. Right. Like that's not how my brain works. So we, at the very end of this month in May, at the very end of May, interviewed someone Mm-hmm. And officially brought her on board in June, which I'm yep. sure we'll talk way more oh, about yeah. next yeah. month. But I'm super excited about it. It's taking a lot off of our plate in the sense of like, I mean, no one likes to go into spending money, which is what you're doing on ads, questioning whether you set it up right. Yeah. Or wondering if like the funnel is working or like you're doing anything right. And so we took that kind of icky vibe away by giving it to someone who knew what they were doing. Yeah. Well, and had worked on more complicated funnels than we had. Like for us, the most complicated it ever really got was, oh, signing them up for a challenge or signing them up for a webinar. Those I can do like the back of my hand. No no, props. No problem. But this weird, like over time, they engage with multiple <laughs> levels of an ad to eventually get yeah. served something else. I'm like, what? The retargeting can get a little complicated. So we're excited about that change. Yeah. Now, the next thing that we had as a goal <laughs> did not happen at all. No, because we based it off of a deal that was like in the works, but eventually got postponed. Um, it was out of our control 
And I mean, honestly, truthfully, being on the other side of it, I'm glad it got postponed because the week that it would have involved us traveling and it would involve me traveling when I was dealing with a sick baby and starting to get sick myself. And it would have just been, oh my God, it would have been a nightmare. So truthfully, like I'm glad it did. I do hope it still works out because I'm excited about the campaign. I mean, obviously we can't like talk specific details about it because nothing ever uh, was signed, but it was going to be a a good chunk of sponsorship uh, revenue, which is what our goal was. And so we still had some other deals come through that I'm really excited about, but just not that big one. Which I'm sure you'll hear as, you know, as your sponsors for this episode. So not too worried about that. So it's been fun. So we definitely have focused more on sponsorship, though, not necessarily you and I, right. But we like, tasked our team spending more time on Mm -hmm. income producing activities. And our director of ops really kind of took the ball on sponsorship and you know, that means bringing bigger and better sponsors to the podcast, but also introducing some new and interesting collaborations for our Instagram and other places that you find our content. So I'm excited to see where that goes over the next year, because it's always had a rather huge potential. We just haven't necessarily tapped into it all the way. Yep. Because it was such a large undertaking. (laughs) Well, and it's stuff like that that helps keep the show coming out three days a week for you guys mm-hmm. and keeps it free for you guys. And so I love bringing people to the table that I know you guys are going to love or are familiar with or need in your own business or life. We are one of the things of why this has been slow for us is because we are super particular, mm-hmm. like very, very particular about who we have on the show and who we don't. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of that. Right. We also had a big kind of effort towards evergreening and like we've been working on this funnel for months and months and I finally feel like this month was the first time all the parts and pieces were in place and we got to kind of sit back and watch it work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to, I don't feel like we're there yet, but I do want to update you guys on that. Our entire evergreen funnelization of our one of our products and not necessarily like here's how we all set it up because we've we've worked with a lot of people to do that's a lot of moving pieces but the why behind it the efforts behind it maintaining it and the results from that because I do think a lot of people feel like they can't put a program especially a high-end program on evergreen but what exactly does evergreen even mean for us and for our programs and stuff like that so well, and the the Evergreen Funnel brought in over 18000 in passive income. Now, yeah. not all of that was collected in May. Like right. some people are on payment plans, but I'm really pumped I am about that. Very, I'm, we just pulled that number today and I'm really, really proud of us for that and excited for that because, you know, you, we spent a ton of work and are spending a ton of work on optimizing the funnel setting it up, paying for people to help us learn new things and set up new things. And for that to show when we didn't run any ads, zero zilch ads to get those sales, that tells me that the pieces are working and that they can only be improved upon. Mm -hmm. And that makes me really excited. Yeah. Which kind of leads to some of our accomplishments. The 
big one for you yeah. being making the final trek <laughs> to the other side of the universe <laughs> and back yeah. and getting us completely moved over to active campaign. Yeah. If you guys haven't listened to the episode yet where we kind of talk about our transition to active campaign, that one will give you a good insight as to why we did it. But as you guys know, moving systems is never fun and easy when you're moving over tens of thousands of subscribers and information and trying to protect their privacy. And then GDPR happens in the middle of the move or at the tail end of the move, I guess. And kind of a shit storm of email inbox stuff. It's all happening at the same time. It was super, super stressful. But I I decided to kind of lead the department on that and be the project manager for that. I am okay. Oh, yeah. No. And I'm, I love the knowledge that I have now. And I love that role that I played. No regrets at all. It was just a huge undertaking. And it, it comes with a lot of responsibility of dealing with your guys's information and, and where you were at. And there were some technical snafus and personal snafus. Like I messed something up and people got extra emails. Like it was just a whole lot of stuff. So what may felt for me was finally being like settled, like all the pieces fell into place, the dust finally settled and I could like sit up and now just tweak what was happening inside mm-hmm. active campaign instead of building. Right. And that feels really good. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more 
Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Well, and the nice thing now is we have about four weeks of data yeah. on how things are running and we see things consistently improving yeah. and that's really yeah. awesome. So I get up in the mornings to work out at, I'm back to the house by like 6.45 and I have my coffee to be ready by then. P doesn't get up until like 8 or 8.30. The dogs come with me and I sit in my sunroom and my favorite time is sitting down with my coffee and pulling the stats for that Excel sheet, getting the conversion rates, finding out how many people are signing up and buying and where they're at in the funnel. And that gives me a really good peek at like the health of truly where we're making money now. And so I I really like, I like that. I like that special time with my numbers. (laughs) Yeah. Which I never thought I'd hear you say ever. (laughs) Who was this person? Are you dying over there? (laughs) And then the big other accomplishment, which I, which I kind of already dove into some, was having like a content nurture sequence. So, I mean, obviously, we put out a ton of content on Instagram and on the podcast and blog and all of that. But for the first time, I felt like we were being a lot more intentional with our Facebook lives yeah. and the content that's now being posted into the group. And you're just kind of seeing the beginnings of all of that. And we're making some big changes in that way, but I think they're going to be for the better and be for your benefit. And they're perfectly aligned with like our mission at the beginning and specifically my soapbox of like, I feel like all of this is fake. Like the community is fake. The engagement is fake. I'm like, I want to get in it, but not be tied time-wise, but just like do better. I want to like serve this role better. And I think that that's, I'm starting to see the results of that Mm -hmm. and the bigger shifts in our company at being more intentional about that. And I'm really proud of it. Well, before we move on to kind of some of our goals and how we landed income-wise, I do think we need to let the cat out of the bag on the decisions that were made in regards to GDPR. Oh, do you want me to talk about that? I do. Okay. I feel like this could be an entire episode. But GDPR can suck my... I'm so, <laughs> so irritated with it. But I feel confident with our decisions and, and how we handled it. Please know that what we did it does not have to be what you do. Do not hear this story as a scare tactic at all. It's what we chose to do in our business after consulting a lot of very, very, very smart people. I know I feel like there are two camps in the online world of people who are just ignoring it and thinking that they're small enough for there never to be an issue. That's fine. Like, I don't know their life, I don't know their business, not whatever. Like, you do you. I am in the camp of like, I'm going to be Oprah level status one day. And so, like, (laughs) I do things that protect the integrity of our business. And it's not just me anymore, right? There, we have Abby and other team members and like, 
we're going places. And so I always like, like dress for the job you want, not the one you have, like treat your company, like the company you want it to be, not the one that it currently is. So just so you know, that is how I looked at GDPR for TCC. That was a whole lot of acronyms. (laughs) (laughs) OMG. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to go over what GDPR is. If you haven't heard of it by now or know at least the baseline of what it is and requires, like I don't know where you've been. Go do your research. But one of the key factors that came from GDPR was when people are signing up for your list, if they're signing up for something specific, you need to give them the specific thing. And then unless you are very clear that you're going to send them more information about other stuff in your business, you can only send them that specific thing and no other communication. So when looking at TCC and our how we've collected emails literally up until a couple of weeks ago, the lead boxes would say something like, like if you're signing up for an opt-in called the easiest business plan ever, it would say, holy moly, you're about to get the easiest business plan ever. Just drop your name and email below to get this freebie and we'll send it straight to your inbox. Name, email, and then at the very bottom, it would say something like, and we hate spam and protect your privacy. Well, we would always give you the opt-in immediately, like you would get that no question, but then you were also put on like a nurture sequence and you would get notified if we're doing a challenge or a webinar or doors are opening to this thing over here. And I felt in my gut that that was not compliant now. And truthfully, even if it wasn't totally compliant, it really didn't feel right to me how we had it worded versus the behaviors that we were taking. So We fixed all of that. All of our boxes now like are very clear about you're going to get the thing, but by getting the thing, you're agreeing about getting more stuff from us. So Golden City there, we're protected. But it also meant in our transition of moving from ConvertKit to Infusionsoft to ActiveCampaign that we didn't have full historical data on all of our subscribers. We ran who's in the EU inside ActiveCampaign and it showed us about 900 people. (laughs) We had 27,000 people on our list like 4,000, 5,000 people in our school, like that number does not make sense to me. That is not true. And I cannot in good faith know that I have everyone from the EU removed who didn't want to be on our list anymore. And by the way, when you're going through these processes in your business, you have to keep a full record of the actions that you're taking. So in case something ever does happen, you can be like, well, on this day, we ran this search for EU people and removed them, you know, whatever your decisions are, right? So we did all that. I did not feel comfortable that we had cleared out all the EU people. So that led us to send emails to our entire list that said, hey, you need to click here to stay. You need to click here to stay. There was a little snafu that was active campaigns fault that they have admitted, but don't really know why it did it, where it would sometimes send the email to people who had already clicked, but that's neither here nor there. Sometimes that stuff happens. So at the end of the day, we got that data of, okay, how many people clicked? Well, it wasn't a whole heck of a lot. (laughs) And so we were left with, okay, well, crap, we can remove the people who we for sure know are in the EU who did not click. Like those need to go like right now. So we removed those people, no problem. Okay, what about the people who opened and didn't click? That kind of says to me that they don't want to be here anymore. What about the people who never even opened the email? What about the people who were cold, who haven't been opening something in six months What about the people who just bought something, but who just didn't see it because everyone else was sending GDPR emails? Like, what do we do now? So I consulted my girl gang (laughs) and I asked our coach. I asked Steph Crowder, who is an amazing human being and so smart. I talked to our OBM and I talked to one dude, I guess, our connection, our person at ActiveCampaign. And I basically just spilled everything to them. 
this is how many people who are cold. This is how many people are warm of the warm and cold people who clicked, yada, yada, right? And so it's basically determined like, well, if they're not opening your emails today, they're not going to open them next week when you're talking about your challenge. They're not going to open them in two weeks when you talk about doors being open to your thing, because they're not going to open the one that gets them to the webinar that gets them to, you know, there's so many filters that you're actually not going to get them to open or get to anything. So if they're not affecting our bottom line now, they're not going to be doing that in two weeks unless they decide to actively re-engage. And if they want to actively re-engage, they can do that by signing up for the things that we're going to be promoting here in a couple of weeks. So all that being said, <laughs> we went from over 27,000 subscribers, 15,000 of those were already marked cold. So we had a list of cold and a list of our main list. 15,000 out of 27,000 were marked as cold, meaning they had not opened any email in the last six months. None. Zero. Zilch. So feasibly, you could just remove them, no problem. We did, however, just so you know, re-engage 300 of those cold people to decide to stay. So that's cool. So now if you're just looking at how many left, what is that, 9,000? Who's warm? <laughs> Not that many clicked, right? So we went from 27,000, a little over 27,000 to 6,542 subscribers. Yeah. But here's what I can tell you. I know what each and every one of those people have bought, have clicked on, have gotten delivered in their inbox. I know everything about them. And I know that they are the warmest. In a non-creepy way. In a non-creepy way. I know that they are the warmest subscribers we've had probably since our first like six months of being in business. So I am confident that we have quality leads that when we're sending them stuff, our open rates are going to go up. Because here's what happens. When you have 27,000 people and 15,000 of them aren't opening anything, when you send an email to all 27,000, your deliverability rates get thrown in the garbage. Because it, Gmail is reading that 15,000 of those people that you just sent an email to don't want your email. Maybe you're sending spam. Maybe you're sending stuff that people don't want. So they're going to put it in the promotions tab, right? So all of this like only helps us in the end. We're running a major promotion later this month in June. I'm I, our set goals to get 13,000 subscribers. Some of them might be existing that are already going to sign up, but some of them, majority of them are probably going to be new or re-engaging from old people. So I am not at all concerned that we are not going to have like a butt ton of subscribers in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, and uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie, being pretty much on the outside of this decision, not that like I was not included in the decision making, <coughs> but I just didn't, it wasn't my role to learn about it and right. just make the decision. It made me nervous. Yeah. Like it made me really nervous. We're, we're taking one of our biggest assets and like cutting it in a third mm -hmm. or less of quarter. And, you know, that makes me, anxious. But here's what I do know, like they're, it's not a lost cause. We do have a solid Facebook group, we do have an engaged community on Instagram. And if people want to come back, like, more power to them, they yeah. get to come back. And not to mention, I can only imagine how many people are like myself, and forget what email they signed up with. Yep. And they end up or signed up with the same list like four times. Yep. I guarantee you, 
we deleted my own email. Oh yeah. Off of. Oh yeah. Uh, I was like five of those. <laughs> I'm sure because you know, we were doing testing and we would test it with multiple addresses. Yep. And when you re-engaged, I didn't go in and reactivate all of them. That no. was unnecessary. Yep. Yeah. So it was definitely scary, but it also feels really good of being like, oh man, I, we're starting fresh. We're on a new platform. Everyone's like funneled. Everyone's getting sent something. Everything's super intentional. Because even before when everything was set up, like with the opt-in sequences or nurture sequences and whatever, we still had 15,000 people that we were paying for, but they weren't getting sent any content because they were cold. And so I'm like, well, why are we, like, it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I, I cut our active campaign bill in like a third Woot! for like two weeks. <laughs> well, it's going to go back up. Yeah. <laughs> so all of that to say, like, we turned around, deleted 21,000 emails, and we still made, just on Teachable, this isn't even our final sales number, over $22,000. Yeah. 100% automated because yeah. we didn't have we didn't any anything. ads running. We didn't have anything going. So yeah. this is just the foundation we've set up in our business has led us to yeah. be able to make that happen. Yeah. So if anybody has ever thought, Oh, is this just a vanity metric? Yes. Yes, yes <laughs> it is. And I, I used to think that it wasn't. Like I used to be in the camp of every other number is a vanity metric, but your subscribers, like those are your people, like your asset, you own them, like not own the them. But on, like, the only one that are an asset are your engaged yes. subscribers. Yes. Everyone, like if they're just on your list, but they never open anything, yeah. they're not of value to you. Yeah. Clean your list. So... I guess with that in mind, we will quickly talk about our goals for June so that when we come back and blow you out of the water, yep. you know what we were working towards. So really, it's just like two main yeah. ones. And then some easy ones. And some easy pieces of stuff. So our goals for June include, can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but it's happening. We are going to have a $250,000 launch. For Strategy Academy, I'm not worried. It's happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried either. We have gotten two huge signs from the universe <laughs> that that's going to happen. So I'm legit like cool as a cucumber over here. Yeah. I, and normally this this time, like right about right before we start this whole launch process, I get really nervous. But I am just like, we're good. I have no worries. Everything's set up. Yep. This is the most prepared we've ever, ever been. Ever. ever. Only took us a year to figure it out. <laughs> well, for this product. I was like, <laughs> sure. two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. Almost three. If we're, if we're counting for life for <laughs> launching. But what that means, in order to make that happen, we anticipate 13,000 or more. Yep people participating in our challenge that's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I can't wait to title this episode because I'm pretty sure it's going to say the month we deleted 21,000 subscribers. (laughs) (laughs) Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. 
Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.